Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. Top story for this week, the upcoming Creative Competitor Tournament, Miso Mania. Miso Mania going to be held at Miso's Game Room and Collectibles in Louisville, Kentucky. Tickets currently on sale on Supershowthegame.com. Go to the website. Under the shop section, there is a section called events. Under that, there's three events currently listed. The one in the middle, Misomania, $30 ticket. $30 ticket gets you entry into the tournament, and it gets you a number of promo cards exclusive to the event. One of those promo cards has been spoiled, has been released to the public. It's a follow-up strike at number 22, Old School Knockdown. The text is, If your opponent has two stops in play, their gimmick is blank. Good card. It is logoed with the Misomania logo. So there is that exclusivity to it. I don't know if there will be a non-logoed version available for sale on the website. They've done that in the past for events. They've also just sometimes on Supershowthegame.com sold the logoed cards so the logoed promo so we'll see if that happens but the first promo has been spoiled let me give you some additional details about the event registration will open at 12 p.m and that's 12 p.m eastern louisville kentucky is in the eastern time zone so registration opens at 12 p.m 12 30 p.m start time for the tournament The following competitors are booked. The Devil's Advocate Dan Williams, Peter Lionheart, Snake Pit, the original version of General Manager John Clace, and everything that is generally booked as part of 2020 Vision. So things like Grim, Not Playable, all of those revisions, all of those alterations to gimmicks, those are all going to be in effect in this tournament. It's going to be a Swiss round tournament. We don't know how many rounds yet. I assume that'll be based on the number of players in attendance. But Swiss rounds means they'll pair everybody up. And the round will last until all the matches in that round are complete. At which point they will pair everybody up for the new round. There's going to be a 45 minute time limit per match. If at the end of the time limit... The match isn't complete. The crowd meter will be raised to crowd meter 5, the maximum crowd meter. They will blank all gimmicks, and they will blank all stop cards. That's the tournament structure. In the top cut, they have announced that they will be using the main event stipulation for the finals match and for the semifinals. That's all I have. I don't know if they're going to potentially have stipulations in the quarterfinals or in a round of 16 if necessary. All we know is that the main event stipulation will be used in the semifinal round and the final round. 
there are also going to be a number of featured matches at Misomania. Let me run down the featured matches on the card at Misomania. The first match, the United States Championship match. The current champion, Ken Fouché, will take on challenger Drew Madsen. The second championship on the line, the Hardcore Championship, the LFF Hardcore Championship, the champion Harvey Lester will face challenger frequent flyer Keith Overby. Next, and I wasn't aware this was going to happen. This is a surprise to me. The Deep Six Championship will be on the line. The current champion, Yasmin, will take on challenger the phenomenal one, Kirk Polka. This is scheduled to be a main event stipulation match. The final featured match is a match that's going to be hitting very close to home for the players out of Louisville, Kentucky, out of Misos Games, because they have been engaged in what they're calling Barnyard Warfare, a feud between the Misos playgroup and the TVA based out of Alabama. The final match in their series of matches, will be happening at Misomania. It's going to be a tag team match. Representing the TVA, the captain of their team, Drew Madsen, and his partner, Zach Atchley. Representing Misos Games, Harvey Lester, and the Misos Games captain, the phenomenal one, Kirk Polka. Those are the four featured matches currently announced for the Misomania event. Finally, they've announced there will be professional wrestling guests at Misomania. Two of those guests are representing OVW, Ohio Valley Wrestling. The first is one of the announcers for Ohio Valley Wrestling, Eric Cornish. The other is one of the wrestlers for OVW, Luke Curtis. The third guest is perhaps best known for being one of Jade Cardgill's baddies on All Elite Wrestling, Layla Gray. Those are the three big guests that will be there appearing at Misomania. I didn't see this announced, but it's Safe to say they'll be available to sign autographs. They'll be available to pose for photos. It'll be essentially a meet and greet. And they may be playing in the tournament. That's a possibility too. You could sit down and face Layla Gray. Who knows? But they will be there on hand for Misomania. Misomania. Less than two weeks from now as I record this. April 15th, noon. If you want to go, be there. Of course, the week after, Huntsville Comic and Pop Culture Expo, April 21st through April 23rd. I don't have any details about Huntsville beyond what I mentioned on last week's show. If you're interested in that, I would recommend checking out the Huntsville Comic and Pop Culture Expo website. That's a good resource there. That's all I have. Hopefully. Starting on the next week's episode of Talk of the Universe and in the Facebook discussion group, they will release more information about Huntsville. 
But that's our big story, Mesomania, April 15th, noon Eastern. I intend to be there. I hope to see a lot of you there as well. Next story, the 2023 Create a Competitor competition. Round one, match number two is over. It's wrapped. This was the match that saw Matty Bar 1 versus Evil Dr. Karafe versus Lycan. From what I saw, the contest got about 400 votes, a little over 400 votes total. For the first day, the poll normally has the results hidden. It had the results visible. And I can tell you that through day one, Matty Bar 1 was dominating the vote. He had about 80% of the vote. The other two competitors had about 10% of the vote. So I think it's pretty safe to say Matty Bar 1 likely won match number two in the first round. Now, promo-wise, last week, nobody had made any promo videos. The day the contest launched, Matty Bar 1 put out a promo video. So I'm happy to see Matty Bar 1 make a promo. I didn't see any promos from Lycan or from Evil Dr. Crawford, just Matty Bar 1. So I'd like to have seen more promos, but that's where we are right now with the promo situation. And I'm predicting Matty Bar 1 won his match. So it looks like he will be joining the foreman in round two of the 2023 CCC. Faction Wars 4 update. I believe I previously reported that Impact won their semifinal match. They defeated the DWO, so they moved on to the finals. The last match in the semifinals, the higher class versus the line, had not wrapped up. It is complete now. The winners who will be joining Impact in the finals are the higher class. So we will have a repeat of the Faction Wars 3 finals Impact versus the higher class, and we will have no new Faction Wars winners. Year 1, Impact won Faction Wars. Years 2 and 3, the higher class won. And so the two previous Faction Wars winners will meet once again in the finals, and we will see if Impact can match the higher class's record, go 2 and 2 for Faction Wars victories, or if the higher class will pull away Three and one. I don't have any details about how the finals match is going to go yet. I will report those when I have them. But that's the update on Faction Wars 4. Rising Star 3 Tournament. I don't have a list of who won. I don't know who the winners are. But we are in the top eight. The Nightmare King. I believe it's the Nightmare King. I'm not sure if it was the Dark Prince. I'm pretty sure it's the Nightmare King. But... That gentleman came out and announced the stipulation in the top eight of the Rising Star 3 tournament. It's going to be a best of three series. In the first match of the best of three, the competitors will use the Beast Unchained stipulation. In the second match, the competitors will use the New York Rules stipulation. Match will start at crowd meter one, no disqualification. And then, if a third match is necessary, if the players in the top eight split the first two, 
the final match to determine who moves on to the semifinals of Rising Stars 3. That match will be a steel chain match. That is what we know about the Rising Star 3 tournament. I will give you more information when I have it. The vast majority of the remaining news all concerns various championship matches. So let me give you what I have on these various championship matches in no particular order. I think I'll start with the trios championship. The current trios champion, Chugonomics, with Warlords of the Sea. It has been announced that his first challenger as champion will be Simple Chuck of the TVA. They will face off Monday night, April 17th, 8 p.m., presumably on twitch.tv slash srguniverse, although I did not see that posted. The next championship match I can announce is scheduled for April 23rd on Sunday Night Fights. That's going to be three weeks from now. On April 23rd, the LFF Tag Team Championship will be on the line. The champions, Michigan's most dangerous alliance, will face challengers, winners of the PAX Unplugged Tag Team Tournament, Howling at the Golden Moon. Chris Pate and Sean Loeb will be using, once again, Big Bad Bobby D and Combat Chris. Johnny Eldorado and Lobo Suicida will be using Primalata and Johnny Eldorado. That's a good team. These are both good teams. This is going to be a good match. April 23rd, Sunday Night Fights, twitch.tv slash srguniverse. Let's talk about the United States Championship Tournament next. I previously reported that there's been an announcement of a U.S. Championship Tournament. Currently, they are looking to let any former United States Champion that is currently not a champion. So people like Harvey Lester, not able to participate. Simon Davner, not able to participate. But for the remaining former U.S. Champions, they have until this upcoming Wednesday, that is April 5th, to make a promo video and post it to the SRG Super Show Discussion Group on Facebook. If they do that, make a promo announcing that they are throwing their hat in the ring to be part of this tournament. They're in the tournament. Promo video gets former champions in. But there will not just be former champions in the tournament. There will be other players in the tournament. A lot of names have been thrown out there. There hasn't been any sort of method announced for how people could throw their hat in the ring, get in this tournament if they're not former champions. We may see that happen. We may not. I don't know. We do have one name. The Phil Birch, as a non-former U.S. champion, will be in this tournament. We'll have to see if anyone else gets announced for this. That's the only non-U.S. champion, non-former U.S. champion so far that we know is going to be in this tournament to be a contender for the United States Championship. 
There's also been news that there may be a vote to allow the former champions to use any competitor they want. Originally, it was announced that a former champion would have to use the competitor they won the championship with in this tournament. They might throw that open. We'll just have to see. There was talk about maybe allowing a vote on Twitch or on the discussion group to allow them to use any competitor. I don't have any other news other than that's just been talked about. That's United States Championship news. Play Pure Tournament news. The next Play Pure Tournament will happen at Origins Game Fair in June. That's all the details we have so far. Other than it will definitely be a different format than what was used at Grand Gathering 3. That's it. That's all we have. The LFF Tri-State Championship. There's been a lot of news out here. From what I understand, the Screaming Danshi is going to be the next challenger for Press 1P, the current LFF Tri-State Champion. Potential future challengers, the prize fighter Simon Davner, the SRG BOSS. Those are up in the air. It has been announced that if Press 1P is still the champion, when the month of May rolls around, he will face challenger Big Match Pete at the Legendary Realms Create a Competitor Tournament. Legendary Realms is going to host their first, from what I understand, Create a Competitor Tournament in May. And if that happens, a potential featured match could be Big Match Pete challenging Press 1P for the LFF Tri-State Championship. That's all the news I have on that belt. Sometime in April, the Underworld Championship, currently held by the prize fighter Simon Davner, will be defended against the corrugated cardboard villain in a ladder match. That is how I understand it. If I'm wrong there, I apologize. My notes are a little fuzzy on that, but I believe that is supposed to happen at this point sometime in April. Again, as with everything I ever report, cards subject to change. The Kaiju 2 tag team will be the next contenders for the Midwest Coast Tag Team Championship. That championship currently held by James Booker and Neil Nealon. No details beyond that. And then finally, I have some news about the LFF Triad Championship. I know that one of the next contenders for that belt currently held by the Cannoli is the Screaming Danshee. Potential other contenders are Candyman, Brian Waitford Schmidt, and the Nightmare King. Now, we may see those three contenders, Candyman versus Schmidt versus the Nightmare King, in a triad match. The winner would get a triad shot. The loser would be ineligible for a shot at a championship that is currently run by the SRG BOSS. Going from memory, that's the LFF Tri-State. That's the United States Championship, and I believe the Triad Championship. If I'm missing any or have those wrong, I apologize. I'm just going from memory there. And we could see other general managers adopt that same standard. Now, 
I personally hate this. As somebody who's not been allowed to challenge for any championship for over two years, this is a terrible stipulation. It is not fun not being able to have feuds for belts. It's awful. So, I would recommend not doing this. It's the worst. But that's just me. And we don't know if that's going to happen. That's just in the talking stages. That is going to do it for the news I have outside of tournament results and Sunday night fights from this past week. Let's go ahead and talk about tournament results. Two online tournaments from this past week. We'll start Monday with Monday night consigliere fights. There were 16 players in this tournament. The opening rounds were group stages. Four groups, four players per group. Top two records per group advance into the top cut. In the quarterfinals, all of the matches are Psycho Circus matches. In the semifinals, they're all Ring of Fire. And the finals match and third place match are New York Rules matches. The top four are in fourth place. Playing is Eric Jaden, Chugonomics. In third place, playing as Amazing Red, Drew Madsen. The finalists were the Cannoli as the Iron Sultan and Craig Brett as Liger. With the winner of Monday Night Fights, the Cannoli with the Iron Sultan. For winning, the Cannoli gets a shot at a membership ring. He has given this match, because I believe he already has a ring, but he has given this match to the second-place player, Craig Brett. So Craig Brett will at some point be able to play in a New York Rules match using Liger against the SRG BLSS for a shot at a membership ring. Congratulations to both of them, Cannoli for winning, Craig Brett for getting this future shot. The next tournament I'll talk about is Chibi's Thursday Night Fights. 23 players in this week's tournament. Six groups, five groups of four, one group of three. Top two players from each group advance, so we have a cut to a top 12. From what I understand, the top 12 were all singles matches, the top six were all singles matches, and then the finals match was a triad match. I don't know if there were any stipulations used in the top 12 or the top 6. I know that Chibi normally likes to have the first round of the top cut as New York rules. I don't know if that happened here. I can tell you that the top 3, the finalists were James Booker playing as Cyclone. I believe it's the new version of Cyclone. Drew Madsen playing as Amazing Red. And Jason Fasson playing as Flip Gordon. With the winner of Chibi's Thursday Night Fights, Jason Fasson. Congratulations to him for winning the Thursday Night Tournament. I have one locals result that's been sent to me. This is the Misos Game Room and Collectibles Tournament they had this past Saturday. Again, Misomania, April 15th. Noon start time. 
Here's the tournament results from their local event. They had 16 players. They played four rounds of Swiss. The finalists end up being Alexander Slamilton playing as the Ultimate Fighter and Mallory the Destroyer playing as General Manager John Clace. I believe that's the second version. The winner of the local event in a main event stipulation by countout. So not securing the pinfall or the submission, but winning via countout. Alexander Slamilton. Congratulations to him for his victory. There was also a featured match, the Misos World Championship on the line. The Benominal won the champion, Harvey Lester the challenger, the winner, new champion, Harvey Lester. Congratulations to him for his victory. Those are all of the tournament results I have from this past week. This brings us to Sunday Night Fights. There's only one match on Sunday Night Fights. The Deep South Tag Team Championship on the line as the champions, the Unseelie, defend against the challengers. I'm not sure what the challengers' tag team name is or if they have one. It's the tag team of Drew Madsen and Rambo Apocalypse from the TVA. Rambo Apocalypse is playing as Loudmouth Leo Larynx. Drew Madsen is playing as Master Dosmodius, the Keeper of Prisoners. The challengers are squaring off against John Pardis, playing as Chloe Mai, and everyone's enemy, Joel Williams, playing as Peter Lionheart. This match goes about 25-30 minutes. It only gets up to crowd meter one, and the winners at crowd meter one still champions the Unseelie. Congratulations to them on a successful defense. There were a couple of other news items that came out during Sunday Night Fights. The first, there's new apparel for sale. There's a new SRG t-shirt and a number of new SRG hats. If you want to purchase any of these items, supershowthegame.com, under shop, the apparel section. They're not under the new item section. Even though they are new, they're not under the new item section. They're under apparel. But there are new hat options listed with the hats. And the t-shirt has its own section. It's just a gray t-shirt with the SRG logo, I believe, on the left-hand side where the front pocket would be on a t-shirt that had a front pocket. That's just going from memory. I forgot to check the hats, but promo code... Rising Star, good on the t-shirts, probably good on the hats too. 10% off if you buy the new apparel. If you do buy the apparel, make a special request. There is an apparel promo. Don't know what it is, but there is an apparel promo. As far as events for next week, Monday night, so tomorrow night as I'm recording this, April 3rd, there is a free Monday night event. You will have to pay shipping for the participation promo and for prizes if you win. But because there was a certain sub goal hit on the Twitch channel, the event is free, no entry fee for the event. It will be a tornado tag team event. 
who will be playing in the tournament using a Tornado Tag Team competitor. That's not currently on supershowthegame.com. It should be there noon tomorrow on the website. Outside of that, nothing else is currently listed on the website as far as events go, online events that is. But look for Chibi's Thursday Night Fights. Look for Dojo to take place on twitch.tv slash SRGUniverse Tuesday night. And then who knows what kind of pop-up events may happen. With that being said, that is going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I would like to thank all of you for listening, and a good day.